Um, yeah, this is the Fresno Nightcrawler. I've been listening to your guys' show for quite some time. And I gotta say, me and my two friends feel horribly misrepresented by your podcast. Let's start with the obvious one. Saying that the Fresno Nightcrawler is fake is just ridiculous. We are totally not fake. So I just wanted to throw that out there, that we hate your show. This show sucks. Anyway, keep up with whatever it is that this show does, besides being wrong, because the Fresno Nightcrawler is real. We exist and we matter. Um... right because even though she says all the time i work with plumbers we don't care yeah we don't care we're professionals here yeah professionals the most professionalist okayest podcast ever that's right welcome back to the world famous most okayest podcast in the world infinite rabbit hole happy new year everybody i am jeremy your host and for the most perpetual New Year happiness, I bring you Jeffrey. What up? Happy New Year. Happy New Year, bro. Thanks, man. Thanks. I like you. <laughs> good. You're, you're good people, man. Thank you. I'll let you know. Thank you. <laughs> you're welcome. <laughs> and someone we've missed for the past two episodes... Skating. She has been long gone doing things. Not with us. Kenzar the kid. Kenzar. Hello. <laughs> Hello. Hello. How y'all doing? I'm good. How are you? I'm better. Better than than I was a couple episodes ago. Doing pretty good. 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 I'm happy to hear that. Yeah. I like your hair. You have good hair. Thank you. I got to get it recolored soon and recut because it's getting a little long for my liking. I don't I don't like the ponytail thing like you got going on over there. But uh, yeah, thank you. I like my hair, too. Good. You should because it's nice. Thank you. And lastly, and also least. That's right. Jacob Jebediah, how are you? I don't need that. My middle name's good enough. Matthias. Is it Matthias? Yeah, Jacob Matthias. Gee, I was so gonna say Matthias, but I went Jebediah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It would have been a it would have been a joke, but I would have been correct. Yep, for sure. That is it really? Yeah, yeah. That's awesome. Not gonna lie, very stressed out today. <gasps> a lot of things going on. Is it because the Giants? Got beat and they're out of the playoffs. Man, I don't care about no foosball. Oh. Um, no, no, I'm just 
work stress, getting out of the Navy stress, trucks broke down stress. Um, I had the, uh, I had the mechanics call me yesterday. Right. And they mm-hmm. said, Oh, basically my starter went bad. Right. I don't have time to fix it. I don't have time really for anything other than <laughs> currently podcasting and work. So I'm like, all right, you know, send it to somebody that can get it knocked out in a few days. And they called me and they said, uh, so we had to drop your, um, catalytic converter and the bolts were messed up. So we're going to have to order the bolts and it's going to be an extra 150 bucks. And from a maintainer perspective as someone that's worked on helicopters for a very long time, I'm like, okay, I didn't tell him this, but you know, off air, I'm like, so you stripped out the bolts <laughs> and now you're charging me to replace them. Gotcha. And it's just like, but yeah, it was it busted on, on Thursday. And then they're like, Oh yeah. I mean, easy fix. It'll be done on Saturday, Sunday, probably. And then, Saturday rolls around, they're like, oh, man, this is really tough. And it's like, okay, Sunday. And then Monday, and then they're like, oh, Tuesday Tuesday morning, it'll be good. And then they shot me a text today, and they're like, oh, Wednesday. And I'm like, you got to be kidding me. And I'm just like, okay, you know. But yeah, hopefully that gets in so I can sell my motorcycle because I need to take it to a place. They could have uh, done it a lot quicker with a Solzol. They could have, yeah. Have you guys done any further research into weather modification since we talked about that at all? No. Hmm, nice. Good. I changed my opinion on weather modification. Have you, Jeffrey? A little bit here and there. Care to enlighten of, us? I mean, I'm, there's nothing really, to, you know, sometimes I'll go to that NOAA website and just see if there's any updates with the programs that are happening. And there, of course, always is, but... I don't know. I have seen an uptick in people talking about weather modification. Now that could just be algorithms feeding me that shit because I've been kind of looking into it a little bit lately again, but who knows? So Jacob, I'm, I'm interested. What made you shift your opinion? Um, religious beliefs and stuff, you know, I've spent so much time on this whole, like there's no such thing as climate change thing. Mm-hmm. Start thinking about it, and part of Revelation, right? <clears throat> end times type stuff. Um, there's a period of five months where the sun is so hot it like scorches people. So you're thinking about it, and I was t- I was talking to Whitney about it, right? And we were talking about, uh, yeah, yeah, we live in California, right? So the it's the whole like 2035. There's not going to be gas powered engines. Blah 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 blah. They want to put everything on, um, everything on electric, even though. Newsom is shutting down all of the nuclear power plants with the exception of one, right? Like that's sustainable somehow. Talking about like wind farms and solar and all that stuff. Like, like you know, those massive windmills and everything and like wind farms and everything. It takes more energy to create one of those things than it will ever output its entire life cycle, you know, of usage, right? And so it's just like, it's not sustainable. We were talking about it and we were watching someone on TV and she's just like, she got all riled up because someone was talking about climate change right and i was i stopped her and i was like yeah i've changed my opinions on that i think that we as human beings have done irreparable damage to the earth now i don't think that there's anything we can do to stop it or to course correct it it's just like i don't think that you know i can't think for a second now that you know for so long human beings were just part of the earth right 
if you want to look at it from a non-religious perspective, we were like every other animal on earth. We ate as, you know, the seasons happened, right? With like natural, you know, harvesting, gathering, that type of stuff. We hunted just like any other animal, everything like that. It wasn't until, you know, pretty much engines started becoming a thing that we then started going out of the realm of being part of the ecosystem into really becoming the the dominant, you know, life form or whatever. But to an extent where it's not just, you know, we're on top, but we're also doing irreparable damage to the, you know, areas around us. And we can look at, I mean, this this country is what, only 250 years old or something like that, right? It's not too far. And we changed a good majority of, you know, what is the United States today from being lush and green and being filled with animals and stuff to being just a concrete jungle, right? There's there's not a chance that that didn't do something to the earth. And then us pumping pollution and stuff into the air, burning coal, burning oil, all that sort of stuff. Now, worldwide, the way we manufacture our steel in this country is five times cleaner than like they do in China. And China's trying to be the top military in the world. Uh, that's a heck of a lot of steel. So, I, I mean, we could totally shut down every factory here in North America and all drive electric cars and stuff like that. It wouldn't do anything <laughs> to, to stop, you know, the the pollution levels in the the atmosphere because there's countries around the world that have way more people, way more production, and no one seems to want to check them on their stuff. It's just the first world countries. But regardless, um, I've changed my opinion on it, but I'm not going to give up my tundra, right? So I do believe that we have done terrible stuff to the earth. For example, I don't know if you guys have heard this, right? Um, the Euphrates River is drying up. There's actually a Bible prophecy about the Euphrates River drying up. Now, the reason why it's drying up is because it's being dammed. So human intervention is causing this massive river to dry up. The Bible prophecy doesn't say it's going to dry up by itself or that it's going to be dammed and dry up. It just says the Euphrates will dry up. Now, Bible prophecy about this five months of scorching heat and all sorts of stuff, it doesn't say because of humans' pollution of the earth and blah, 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 and ripping a hole in the ozone, the sun will become increased in power and burn people alive on, on earth. It just says there will be five months of scorching heat, right? So we could make an impact on that through our own devices, not knowing, right? And so I had to look at it from that perspective and be like, okay, so yeah, maybe we have, and that's what leads to future events or something like that. So I, I have changed my opinion, and for a very long time, I was like, there is no climate change. There is no anything like that. We can't, you know, look back. I think we talked about it in uh, Weather Mod Part 2 with Wes. You know, he got, I was like, we can't look back and say, oh, you know, this wasn't a just a cycle that the Earth went through at some point, you know, 10,000 years ago because no one was around to record. It was hot this year, right? I think that's a bigger thing. I think that's what gets overlooked the most when we talk about this kind of thing is the fact that shit happens and shit has happened so many times throughout history. And I'm talking catastrophic right. earthquakes, massive tsunamis, you know, cosmic impacts, whatever it is, right? These things have just completely annihilated everything, changed the landscape over millions and billions of years, if you believe that, right? Right. So to think that we are having some detrimental effect that's going to impact 
future generations and it's irreversible and like this. I understand that, especially when we talk about plastics in the oceans and stuff like that. Right. But yeah. realistically, Yellowstone could erupt tomorrow and that would just completely change everything. There's no, you know what I'm saying? So I think we be, we should be more worried about those events that could literally flip us upside down than we are worried about things that are going to be detrimental incrementally over long periods of time. And I agree with that. And that's still where I'm at. So I, yes, I still believe that we've done something to the earth, but like I said, I'm not going to then get rid of my tundra and get a smart car because I think that my minute thing is going to impact the overall scale because, like I said, well, we could go completely deep. green 100% and it's not going to change anything, right? Can I butt in just for a second here? No. No. All right. No, never mind. <laughs> Listen, here's the thing. The, the point is there's a vast, deep conspiracy involving world governments, lizard people, you name it. It goes so deep. It's all the things everybody laughs at and hears about. But the the idea that that you're going to be taxed based off of your carbon footprint, that right there is the conspiracy. Okay. Right? It's just like the implementation of the Federal Reserve or, you know, federal taxes or state taxes, all this stuff is just another level of that kind of thing. And whether you believe climate change or not that's not what i'm arguing of course i think we're fucking up the planet of course i also think other things like the planet fucks itself up all the time right well yeah but you know the fact that any of us in any country under any politician should have to pay a tax because of that rather than them figuring the shit out because hey if it's that big of a deal for real print the money out right uh, okay all right I'm not going to touch on this too much, but I have my point of view to, to put out there because I, I believe that climate change in general is just too political. I don't really want to get into it. The fact of the matter is, is that we can tell that the earth has gone through ebbs and flows of hot and cold for a very long time. We can get that through geological records. It's, I mean, it's something that you can easily tell. Okay. Um, the the problem with the ice caps melting uh you can look it up any time that there is ice on the earth it is considered an ice age simple google check will tell you that okay so we are currently in an ice age because we have ice caps guess what that means at some point the planet did not have ice caps okay i agree we, all right so yes the planet goes through these ebbs and flows of heating and cooling it's a natural cycle. Are humans accelerating it? I don't doubt it. Okay. We're going to hit some time where we're all going to roast. It's simple fact. Is greenhouse effect real? Probably. Okay. With all the shit that we're pumping out in the sky? Probably. Are we going to be able to do anything to change it? Absolutely not. What a lot of people don't understand is that these electric vehicles the plants that they're manufactured in, the batteries that go into them, the plants themselves are extremely, extremely bad for the environment. And they pump out 10, if not 100 times more shit into the sky and into the atmosphere than any other plant in the world. Not I mean, to we mention the cobalt is mined by children in Africa for <laughs> pennies a day. Literally, not kidding. And yep. so are blood diamonds. 
But anyway. No, literally, coal, look into it, dude. Cobalt mining is like, it's... I'm going to be honest with you, man. I don't know. I don't know jack shit terrible. about that. It's terrible. Well, it's there was this terrible. thing on the news, too. It was like a smart building. I don't know if, I guess they're starting to do that now, where it's pretty much like, you know, every every uh, parking spot was an EV charger and all that sort of stuff. And it was, I don't think it was like NBC, maybe a few months back. But the guy asked him, he's like, what is the building runoff of? And they're they like talking amongst themselves, like, oh, it's runoff of coal. And it's like, oh. So we're going back to coal because that was clean, right? <laughs> it's just, it's not sustainable. Maybe one day it will be this, right now, you know. To, okay, to kind of segue out of this, kind of like Jeremy was saying, but using this as a segue, right? This is one of the stepping stones for population control talk, right? This is how you get conspiracy theorists who are really concerned that there is some real population control agenda happening because you... you we could go down this rabbit hole of climate change or, or whatever it is. And, and at the end of the day, you come to this point to where it's like, maybe there's just too many people. Like you asked that question, right? Did you guys know that apparently there's now 8 billion people on the planet? Yeah, I'm sure there is. But I think this is a great topic for the night. Talking about population control, because that is something that... That's not political I've, at all. Well... <laughs> I, not in but the same sense. Not in the same sense. Not. Though. It's not. The. I mean, climate. Climate change is something that's hotly debated at every right. presidential or every uh, congressional race. Sure. Whatever. Yeah. It doesn't matter. It's always debated, right? Population control is something that's in the conspiratorial world. Okay, we could talk about this because a lot of people may not understand all the things that are happening here. Um, all everything. Right. You look at the the increase in prices for for groceries. You look at the increase in price for gas. You look at the increase increased price for everything. How uh, housing, transportation, food, uh, clothing, everything is going up. Everything around the world. They are making. They are finding ways to slim out the population. And one of those ways is by starving your wallet. Simple as that. I believe it is a thing. I definitely believe that there is there is population control going on. And I believe it is because people that control the world are worried about this overpopulation thing. Yeah, I think that's a narrative, though. I don't think that they're true. Well, maybe they are really worried about it because if there's too many people, it's harder to control them, I suppose. But, you know... The, the idea, again, goes back to, are there too many people? You know, are we polluting too much or are we causing too much carbon emissions, right? That's one part of it. Um, you know, the whole halting um, specific use of, of like fossil fuels, for instance, in third world countries for their development, right? Like that's being halted around the world. So these developing countries, right, that are just now getting to use coal and the things that we in first world countries used to get to where we are, right? Like the fact that we're using the internet and we're having, I'm chilling in the AC and I'm comfortable. We're all chilling, right? Everything's good for us. The reason for that is because we used these fossil fuels in order to build ourselves up to this point, right? Whether that was good or bad for the environment, that's not what I'm talking about. It's just a fact of the matter. So now they're halting that for these other developing countries. So that is another way that they're going to starve out, you know, other populations, right? These populations that the elites of the world may deem lesser than right these poor countries and stuff like that they're literally using them for like i was saying child slave in in 
Congo for mining cobalt for batteries and all these other things. Um, they're going to starve these people out by limiting their development, taxing carbon footprints, all these other things. It's going to be it's going to be rough, man. And that is part of the population control too. Plus, you just said that fake fossil fuel term. Since it's did not fossil, did, did I throw up the quotes when I did it? No, I didn't see that. You're all blurred out I on my screen. Quotes. I probably did it just out of. No, you, you know, you're all blurred out on my screen. But yeah, it's like, and that's the other thing too, because you know, if you think that the fuel, and you showed me that video, right? It was that guy that worked in the oil fields, and he was saying, "Oh no, this isn't. You know, this is just a." Uh, was he's just like petroleum is just another element in the earth. He's like we have more petroleum inside the earth than we have water on, you know, in the ocean. It's just like there's so much and if they can make you believe that it's a resource that could run out, that's an even bigger problem too. Then oh, it makes sense that, you know, everything has to be scarcity. You know, the the prices have to be jacked up because the supply is running low. Right. No. They're just jacking the prices up, right? So it, that's the scare, the scarcity versus abundance, which is the same thing, population right. control stuff. And, you know, even just the idea, just the thought in your mind that something may run out causes yeah. you a certain level of stress and anxiety. And that alone will lower your vibration, right? Let's get, you know, hippie with it. But again, going back to Gateway, like we've been talking about, how hippie is that, right? So they're constantly hitting us from every angle, even on a subconscious level from around the world that doesn't really matter to us, but it kind of does in our minds that something somewhere is running out. Like that's why I've been, that's why I've been hoarding all the toilet paper, toilet paper, cat food was short. There's a shortage for this. There's a shortage. Baby formula, diapers, everything's more expensive. The value of the dollars less, you know, Oh shit. Uh, there's a war going on in Ukraine. So now we're not going to get fertilizer or whatever the fuck. And it's just literally this constant bombardment of like, Oh, you're, you're going to lose out. We're missing, we're losing shit, we're losing shit. And what that does over generations and generations is going to cause people to literally, it's going to be normal for people to think that there's too many people. And it's going to give somebody down the line the okay, some politician, some world leader, it's going to give them the okay to pull the trigger on some crazy fucked up genocide. That's the fear that causes this whole conspiracy theory about population control. I don't have a leg to stand on with this, man. I'm going to be honest with you. I notice some things and some of it's sketchy, but for conversation shake. I mean, I I don't know if we're in any real danger of running out of petroleum. I know that the the definition for fossil fuels is a, is misunderstood. It's not just animal matter. It's plant matter, too. You go through the entire biomass. world. It's biomass. Uh, you go through the entire world's history, you know, no matter how long you think it is, everything that that crumbled away, decomposed, has right. supposedly added to it. Now, petroleum, I don't know. I've heard multiple different things. I've heard what Jake was talking about before, where there's literally oceans of the shit. I've heard where it is uh, scarce. And I can see why, you know, they would lie and say that it's scarce because that increases the dollar value. Even it's a false profit. You mm-hmm. know, they're they're increasing the profits, but and all they're doing is really increasing fear to line, po- line pockets. Demand. Yeah, it's, it's, it's what it is. I mean, you look at everything, everything. The price has gone up, man. 
everything. I mean, name one thing that the prices went down in. I saw a meme the other day. It said, uh, back in my day, toilet paper and eggs were so cheap we used to throw them at the <laughs> houses of our enemies. <laughs> I saw that. Just dying. I saw that. I saw that. <laughs> that was good. That was funny. Um, can I take this in a different route? Yeah, can give me go- a second. I got to go get a sweatshirt. I'm freezing. <gasps> okay. Well, we'll wait for Jacob. Well, if anybody's just listened to my rant about that and you think that I'm just totally out of my mind, I'd be happy to have this conversation with you. So hit me up because I'm pretty big into that, man. I'm pretty sure that there is some agenda. Now, I'm not saying every world leader everywhere is in on it or whatever. I'm just saying like there is an agenda held by some world leaders and some people of power. Well, that's why we have you here. Doesn't that tie into like, what is it? Agenda 2030? Yep. Yeah. In the 2030 Smart City Initiatives. Yeah. Run by coal. <laughs> yep. Yeah. World Economic Forum. It's all that shit, dude. Which, it, you know, honestly, just to end off with this, I'm just going to say, because it does, this even does get politicized now. Okay. And just in the last couple of years, because that's how you can actually weaponize this information and target it against a group of people. Right. Like I have been labeled and I've talked about this on my show before. Like I've been labeled alt right before. Right. Mm-hmm. However, anybody can go look through my like Facebook feed going back to, you know, a couple years ago. You can see how hard I was ranting against the government, you know, how anti establishment, like literally a year without alt-right. shoes. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I didn't even wear shoes for a year, bro. I'm a hippie. <laughs> but, you know, like because I talk, have been talking about these types of things, the World Economic Forum and that shit, now all of a sudden that's looped in with like, oh, you're fucking Republican or you're all right. And it's like, dude, it's the information has been weaponized. I don't even so know, really be careful, know what that term means. Be careful when, when you automatically jump to like, this is political. Not necessarily like you were doing, Jeremy, but kind of almost. Just that alone, you're already falling into the trap that they have set for you. No, I know. I get that. I do. It's... It's just such a hot topic. Yeah, I get it. Political thing. It is. We could talk about Agenda 2030. I mean, is it politicized? Yeah. But at the same time, it falls well within the realm of um, conspiracy. Right? So uh, I I just know the skimmings of, of Agenda 2030. So please, you know, correct me if I'm wrong. But basically what Agenda 2030, for those that are listening... Um, if you don't know, in a nutshell, basically is to get everybody out of rural areas and put them into urban areas. Uh, basically a way of controlling what you do in and out of your day by providing everything that you need in urban areas built up, not out. So you'll see many, many, many more apartment buildings going high because you can fit more people per square foot in a vertical building than you can in a horizontal building. Mm -hmm. So um yep. you'll smart start... cities initiative they want to yeah. be able to keep better track and keep better control of the resources now on paper it all sounds good because on, on their white papers they talk about how this will reduce you know famine around the world and you know all these other things and and that may be true on some level if it was done properly without any you know fuckery or <laughs> you know you know what i'm saying right because mm-hmm. we all know that there's fuckery especially in politics and in business, right? So if there's none of that, perhaps you could get away with this Agenda 2030 
and make the world a better place. Weed out starvation and not by getting rid of people who are starving, but by lifting them out of poverty. Maybe, but no, that's not going to happen. Let's be real. Because it never has been the case. Instead, road built. Instead, it's almost like we're farming people and right. forcing them into cities and not in the wilderness where we can't control them. We just want to farm them and keep them all in one spot and fence them in just like a pack of cows or horses or llamas. Or... This happens at the same time, Agenda mm-hmm. 2030. So think about the year 2030. What are we going to have pretty dialed in in 2030? VR, the metaverse, that type of shit. We're all going to be plugged in. Now, it may not be like the Matrix where we're literally plugged in, but we're going to be screen timing 24 hours a day, you know, in the metaverse, augmented reality type shit, full tracking, tracking your eyeballs, tracking your biometrics. That's the commodity. You're the commodity. Maybe you are. I'm moving out into the countryside to get away from people. That's literally why it's one of the big reasons why I moved into the country. Well, that's the thing. Because eventually, you know, there's all kinds of things in place where they can get you out of the country. And some of that goes back to like weather modification, causing fires, for instance. Oh, you don't want people to live in certain places in like, I don't know, California somewhere, right? Well, we could just constantly have fires, have people burn right out of there. And over time, people will leave because this is a drought and it sucks and the politics and all the other bullshit. And eventually we'll have this land. And this is just one example, right? Or we can now use it for farming crickets to feed our people in our smart cities. If so, you live in Florida, you guys get slammed by a hurricane, lose everything, rebuild, and get slammed by a hurricane next year. That stuff doesn't work. <laughs> <laughs> but, but if you look at some of the darker things that are that are you know conspiratorialized around Agenda 2030, right? Can they get it all done by 2030? I don't think so. I think that, you know, once 2030 hits, we're going to be talking about Agenda 2040 and 2050. Well, it was Agenda 21. It was originally Agenda 21, yeah. Right. They pushed it back, so you're right. right. So I I think that's – but in the long run, you can kind of see it happening, right? You could kind of see the – the blueprints for whatever this agenda number you believe you believe is happening, whatever. Um, but let's start talking about some of the darker things, Jeff. Right. So one of the things that I heard and, you know, I don't want to you know get anybody freaked out or anything like that. But let's consider how many big cities are there in the United States, like really, really fucking big ones, so like 15, 20. Right. Yeah. Talking about coastline cities. Coastline cities. I mean, then you have Denver. Well, there's a couple in the in the Las center, Vegas. But, yeah, yeah. there's there's not many Indianapolis. Yeah. Um, but how how hard would it be to take out an entire city's worth of population? Uh, With a nuke? Not even. No, I mean a nuke would would take out you know a quarter of the country, or you know a decent amount depending on on where it lands, but. I'm talking about something that's much more localized, right? Power outage. EMP. EMP. I mean, so they're, they're, you know, I don't know if anybody knows this, but they say that they can shut out the entire United States with only three well-placed EMPs. You know, most survival experts agree that if power shut down for like a couple months in the United States, 80% of people would die from starvation and exposure. Oh, without a heart, without without a question. And that's you know what that's crazy because 
the grocery store, right? The idea of the grocery store where you go and get your groceries only became popularized in like the 1950s. Prior to that, there was general stores where you got like sugar and stuff, right? But most people had some kind of a farm or some means of collecting food, whether it was hunting or something like that, that was not a grocery store. Since mm-hmm. then, people have gotten so lazy and so dependent, and that doesn't help with like, you know, everything now is increasing in price. So if you're right, people are living paycheck to paycheck. They don't have, you know, cash stored away in case of an emergency because, you know, here's something neat, you know, if the power goes out and, you know, we knew this living Virginia when a tropical storm or, you know, small hurricane would roll through, power goes out, you know, you have to have cash on hand because the ATMs aren't going to work, you know? In most, mm-hmm. you know, in, in a lot of those cases, um, now unless they're solar powered, the gas stations don't even work. But there's just like so many issues that that happen with this. But people aren't prepared. They don't know. People like to think, you know, and I think we talked about this in the Yellowstone episode. People like to think, oh, well, if something happened like that, I would farm, I would hunt, I'd fish and all that sort of stuff. If you don't know how to do that stuff now and you're not already doing some of that stuff now, like say farming, grow tomatoes. It takes several months to get a crop, right, from a seed. Mm-hmm. Even if you go and get one from, you know, that's already kind of grown from the, like, the hardware store or whatever, okay, maybe it has three tomatoes already on it. And it takes, what, another few weeks for more to start popping up and stuff? That stuff isn't sustainable unless you're already doing it. So, so many people would die if we got hit by an EMP. The only people that would survive are people that are already doing those things, already living in areas where... There isn't high population density, right, in a city where there's going to be diseases spread because of unsanitary conditions. Toilets aren't going to flush anymore. And then the difference between you and your neighbor neighbor that lives, you know, next door, you say hi to each other every once in a while, all that stuff. The difference between that nice person that you know and a murderer is like three meals. People will mm-hmm. miss three meals and they're willing to kill someone for food. That's the difference. So yeah. it's just, it's insane how quickly everything can go from what we see now to just completely mm-hmm. different, you know? And, you know, let's, let's talk about that. Well, I mean, you know, let's take a step back because I want to, I want to step onto this uh, grocery store thing for a second, because this is something that, you know, people need to understand, right? Yeah. The grocery store concept is, isn't something that's been around forever. Now, this whole grocery store thing came around and people started relying less on the land, less mm-hmm. on, you know, the the local population of animals or game. And they start getting everything brought to them at a local hub called grocery store. Now we went as we're, we're going as far as paying people to go to the grocery store for us and bring it to us in our house. This is bad. It's bad. I mean, we are we are going we're going backwards. It's it's oh, yeah. really it's really it's it's eye opening because I mean, shit, man. You could tell me, hey, go to the grocery store. Be honest, with you, man. I don't want to fucking deal with people. <laughs> Just <laughs> being in honest, your with small you. town, there's only gonna be five people there. <laughs> <laughs> That's five people too many. Yeah. Mm. You know, and it's, uh, I, you know, I know my wife, she would much rather pay somebody to bring the groceries right to our front door. I know yeah, they're, for a fact. They're, they're I have doing, trust issues. They're doing that on purpose too, man. Some of that, oh, there's, yeah. studies, there's studies to back this up that, that 
um, social media, you know, TikTok, Insta, all these things, man, that it's literally creating not only short attention spans, but it's like, I forget the term, but it's like de-socializing people, right? Mm-hmm. And then you throw in things like lockdowns that happen for a year and two years. And in some places it's still up. happening, right? Some yeah. places are still playing that game or whatever. But, you know, all these things combined. And it's literally creating this mindset amongst people that they don't like people. I don't like people. I hate people. I say this shit all the time. Mm-hmm. I fucking hate people, right? And it's not like I really hate people, but it's just like something you say because you don't want to be around people. Mm-hmm. And like give that another 50 years or 100 years, a couple generations, more iterations, more metaverse, more screen time, right? Then you're going to want to be in these smart cities, in your box, in your metaverse. Food just shows up. You don't even order it, bro. Your rations show up Mm -hmm. every day. And that's your rations. And it's fine. You're happy. That's what these, that's the whole quote. You will own nothing and you will be happy. Yes. Social credit score. Yup. Dude, I see it with my children, man. I hate to say it, but my oldest, she's 11, turning 12. And I can't get her off the damn phone, man. I can't get her off the tablet. I can't get her off the switch. I can't. And when you do, it's the end of the world. She doesn't have a, a physical social life outside of school. Can't get her to do shit. You know, mm. like, hey, do the do your chores. Eh, no, you're going to do your chores. I'm going to take your phone away. Then I'm the fucking bad guy. And right. This, and this is right. there. It's it's not necessarily our generation, and I think that the next generation can get by as well. It's really, I mean, it starts. It really starts with our generation, but I think it's the farther we get away from our generation, we keep moving down the line. You're gonna see people want to move into these cities, exactly like what you said. You will own nothing, and you will be extremely happy about it because you will be taken care of. You don't need to work. Even the things that you do are just going to be mindless tasks. Everything's going to be set up for you. Who's going to run all this shit? That's the question. Kind of. It kind of reminds me of the show I watched. It's called Upload. Yes. You upload your consciousness to the to the mainframe or whatever the heck they called it and that that and people wanted this so badly, but it was something that was really catered towards the rich and the wealthy and whatnot mm-hmm. and you upload your consciousness and then you get to live your life in 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 the metaverse in this meta world and and you get if you want to go swimming you just poof you're right there at the lake you 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 want a big burger poof you got a big burger right in front of you like it, 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 wild wild scary upload i think i watched it on amazon prime yeah so it's about this guy who dies and his consciousness is uploaded to you know one of many different simulations and he's constantly talking to like his wife or ex-wife or something and their girlfriend something like that yeah yeah it's it's like a it's very cw um but at the same time it's it's interesting Mm -hmm. i heard they came up with more than one season i've only seen the first season um but Hey, you know what? Let's talk about Wally. Well, hold on a second. Oh yeah. But to to for to your point, Jeremy, 
I mean, that's yeah. something where, you know, me and Whitney don't play Ark anymore. We tried playing that Green Hell game, and we lasted probably a week and a half, and then we stopped Such playing it. It's a good it. game, dude. I love it is game. a good game, but we have decided with each other, especially since we're talking about kids, you know, her being pregnant probably within the next couple months, is that you know, we're planning this whole thing out. We both miss kids being outside banging sticks against trees you know me and my me and grayson used to catch tadpoles and like we didn't know at the time we found out later when we were adults but like a sewage runoff you know and we'd catch tadpoles in it but it was just like that was fun we'd get on our bicycles and we'd ride for 20 miles and get completely lost and then have to use main streets to find our way home like this is the sort of stuff that we did and so we're looking at where we want to raise a family right with outdoor opportunities and stuff like that and so that's part of the, the plan but we've also decided to each other that we're not going to raise our kids the way that kids are being raised today, sucked into screens and all glued in and antisocial and all that sort of stuff. We're not going to have any of that stuff. And it starts with us. We have to break that habit because I'm not going to be a, you know, do what I say, not as I do sort of parent, you know, glued to the TV screen and not allowing them to partake because that's just not sustainable. It's not going to work. But we're breaking that, well, let's call it what it is, an addiction together so that we don't pass that on to our kids and we can raise them in a beautiful area with plenty of outdoor opportunities. Go play in the snow, go sledding, go, you know, let's learn how to hunt together. Let's fish, you know, let's do water sports, whatever it is. Let's socialize with people so we can break away from, yeah, I agree, all the things I'm seeing. It's just like, like Jeff's saying as well, antisocial, stay away from me. I'm in my own bubble. I just want to be left alone type people, you know? See, I, I truly honestly do hope that, that happens for you, right? Like, yeah. Obviously. It's going to be tough. Right? Yeah, no, for very, sure. Yeah. Very, very um, tough. Yeah. Definitely would hope that happens for everybody listening to, right? That would be the uh, ultimate goal. However, my concern is that with the increase of cost of everything and the devaluing of m money everywhere and just the whole thing, the whole thing combined is going to make less time for you as the parent for your kids which is going to make you have to rely on the gizmos to, to babysit, <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> and then here, there we are back in the cycle again, right? And as that happens, this is like a perpetual cycle. We get worse and worse. It's a snowball mm -hmm. that happens. So again, I hope that doesn't happen. I mean, let's be real. I'm not looking at properties with 38 acres on them because I don't plan on homesteading, you know, being for the most part self-sufficient. I'm going to be honest with you, man. You can do all the influencing you want on your kids, man. But when they become teenagers and they're in school, ain't nothing you're going to do to 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 fix that. Man. No, yeah. I mean, we're not going to keep them from going over to their friend's house and their friends are like that. I mean, shoot, I didn't grow up necessarily with video games and stuff, but hanging out with friends, you know, there was Dude, a want for sure. But. We've tried the whole pulling them away from screens and having family time shit, man. And it just... I don't know. You know, I used to think that that was just going to be something that I could simply do. Just say, hey, put the shit down. Come watch a movie with us. Man, I'll tell you right now, a 12-year-old girl. <laughs> it's a different, different it has creature, to, man, I'll tell you. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it has to be a priority from the start. Like, I'm going to call out, you know, my younger brother, Mason, his wife, Angela. Her family had this thing where it was every Thursday. They dropped everything, didn't matter how hard the day was or which show was on TV, and they'd have family board game night. 
And this was their priority. It didn't matter what was going on. Every Thursday night, they had family board game night, you know. And so, and now she's 20 years old, 19, 20 years old. And they have that at their house. Mason and, and Angela have board game night, you know, or they go over to her folks' house because they still have family board game night and stuff. You know, this is our time once a week to just spend time with each other. All the phones are stacked up somewhere on some like bookshelf, you know, completely away. All of them are on silent and we're just hanging out together for a few hours. Right. And that sort of stuff has to be consistent. It has to be pretty much from the start because, you know, trying to start it, you know, later, it's hard, you know, it's, it's hard to have those consistency. It's like going to the gym, you know, you spend two weeks away from the gym and it's the most difficult thing ever to get back into it, you know? And it's like, it has to be a consistent basis or else it'll just fall away, you know? Good luck, man. Yep. I'm telling you. No internet, no, no screens. I'm just going to smash them all with a hammer Eh. and then I'll just go through the withdrawals by myself and then I'll be okay. (laughs) Man, it's, it's a tough thing, man. It's a, something I, I gravely underestimated. Gravely. I mean, I, you know, I'm not the best parent, but. You know, and I, I never thought I was going to be one of those guys that sat the kid down in front of the TV, but you get a screaming child, man, and you need that break, especially, you know, like my wife. My wife's a stay-at-home mom right now, mm-hmm. and she's got a baby, and that baby's tough, dude. Tough, tough. And uh, the baby's not into TV, not into anything but mom, mm-hmm. which is normal at that age. Eventually, when that baby starts catching on to coca melon or or uh whatever that other guy is that he wears weird clothes um you're gonna th- uh, i mean i'm not gonna say that you are yeah but i can guarantee you my wife's gonna take advantage of 20 minutes of of peace and quiet to catch her breath and oh, sure. uh, i don't blame her and it's tough man if you don't have that break and it, it's oh it's, no i'm not i'm not saying that you can't you know hey everybody Bear with us while we take this quick break. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. No, no, I'm saying, like, on a consistent basis where they're just, like, you know, like, for example, I got rid of Ark because I couldn't justify spending eight hours straight on a video game anymore. The amount of time I spent building an Ark, I literally could have built a house with my bare hands if I had the, <laughs> the tools to my disposal, yeah. right? I mean, so I it's think... like, you know, there's there's a difference between, like, a little bit, right, a little bit of enjoying something and full-on indulging, and that's the only thing that matters to you, right? And that's what mm. we're seeing, where it's like... yes. That that line has been completely crossed, you know. It's just yeah, like it's not this generation, like Jake or Jeremy was saying. It's it's you know it's going to be your kids. It's going to be Jeremy's kids' kids. Yeah, right. That's what, like, that's what I'm saying. yeah, it's going to be your well, grandkids. They can do what they want. It's going to be my grandkids. Those are the ones that are going to be. There's the if the cycle continues, mm-hmm. there's not going to be a chance. Right now, there's a chance. Yeah, you could pull your kids back. You could still live rural. You could still do these things. But give it fifty years. 
give it a hundred years. It's definitely going to be like Wally then. Yes. Yeah, it's going to be. <laughs> oh, dude, we're we're heading for Wally, a hundred percent. You know, I've I've seen posts or people I've heard people say that Wally is the worst movie they've ever seen, and because it reminds them of reality. Well, you know that's that's the that's the thing is, is like why is this the worst movie you've ever seen? This is literally us looking into the future. This yeah. is it. Yeah. You know, this is this is what we're going to become. Yeah. Um, so this circles back to what we we're talking about to start this little conversation is, is it worth it? Is it worth it to take your pick, right? Like, I don't know. If we, okay, think about this. If we end up in that point, that Wally position where we're strapped mm-hmm. in, just metaversed out, whatever, smart city initiative, like, is it worth it to have 99.9% of the, you know, world dedicated to, you know, land con- conservation and nature? I love that shit. Don't get me wrong. I'm all about the nature. I'm all about conservation, mm-hmm. national parks, state parks, you name it. I'm all about it, right? However, at what point do we step back and say, okay, that's like, where's the line is what I'm trying to say. Like, do we put ourselves in a little cubicle box in the metaverse so that the world can flourish and grow naturally around us? Because that's kind of the line that the narratives are heading towards. Right. Yeah. Zero emissions by a mountain lion while our consciousness is in the metaverse. (laughs) You want to talk about zero emissions, like realistically, like zero, zero. Well, Not point zero 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 one zero. Well, you'd have to get rid of all the butts that fart. Then you have to get rid of everybody. You have to get rid of people. You'd have to put people in a, some kind of containment device where we can literally control literally all of the emissions. Mm-hmm. Right? Put you in a smart city initiative in a cubicle where you can filter out all of your carbon, including your carbon dioxide. Right. Bubble so it's city. Like, yeah. So, like, is it mm-hmm. worth it? How far are we going to go? And when's the line going to get drawn? Because right now, there's no line. So where is the line? Yeah, you know, they're I, gonna put a dome over all the cities. Viva I, Los Bio Dome. I, I don't know. So you know, it's, Fernandez uh, for president. <laughs> it's a. Uh, I've had this argument a lot, man, and it's probably an unpopular opinion. And I know a lot of people put a lot of effort into conservation, um, especially you know. In, in my mind, I, I love animals. Love them. Love Bigfoot. Had to throw it in there. Mm, um, and once it's discovered, which it might have already been, we'll talk about that a little bit later if we have time. Um, but there's a lot of people that go in there and try to conserve the planet, mm-hmm. the atmosphere, and the animals, and mm-hmm. everything. I understand, right? Um, the Everything that lives will die. And I'm not just talking about on an individual basis. Everything that's alive right now, species-wise, will find its demise one way or another. Uh, do we need to excel that, accelerate that? No, we don't, right? We could, we could find ways to not become so, um, so... Invasive? Yeah, like... We, Destructive? You know, yeah. You know, we could we could come up with ways, and I, you know, I'm all about that. You know, I, I think that's cool. Did you hear about the mammoths in Alaska? Well, see, look, that's no, and that's what I have against with I. I personally 
there has to be a better way than solar farms and wind farms. There was a spot, I don't know if you knew Jeremy in Virginia, going up towards Mechanicsville from, uh, from Norfolk, but there was this huge solar farm, right? Where they, yeah, they I know they exactly what you're talking about. Cut this whole area out. Mm-hmm. So I uh, got my first deer in that area. I think it was in New Kent or going up towards New Kent anyway. I, um, I got my first deer in that area and I was actually talking to some of the hunt club members that I went out with um, through the Fallen Outdoors shout out you know great organization but anyway um they were talking about that area they said prior to that solar farm being there that was a deer bed area the deer would go over there and they'd bed down there and that was you know where they slept and you know had their kids and all that stuff right that was a they knew that area because of you know it was part of the ecosystem and then to run a whole town off of solar, they cut down just acres and 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 acres of trees to put metal poles with, you know, plastic things on them that suck, you know, was it ions out of the, out of the sunlight, right. To make electricity. And what did it do? It destroyed that whole natural environment. So then the deer had to move somewhere else that wasn't sustainable for them. And it just jacked everything up. So they're, I'd be down for it if there was a better way. If you didn't have to have a hundred miles of of windmills to make, you know, barely enough power. So back to the mammoths. Hold on, <laughs> hold on. We can't go to mammoths yet because we no. Jake brought up something that we have to keep going with this. We'll get to the this mammoths. This is what the mammoths is about. Hold on, you don't man. even know what the mammoths is about. It's literally about what he's talking they're, about. They're hairy elephants, bro. Yeah, okay. they don't matter. They're dead. Cold no, weather elephants. Happy no, New not. Year. They're back. But no, it's like I would be more into it if there was a better way, which hopefully someday there will be. But right now That's it's like, ugh. Mammoths. Hold on. Oh Jeffrey. What are they going to get on a big wheel and spin it and stuff? And they're going to run these these mammoths. I, I would explain it, but Jeremy doesn't want me to explain like it. So hydroelectric are, are, are mammoths taking on the war against solar panels? Or kind like of? hydroelectric power, right? With like dams. Dude, let me, let me just add this. We'll get the environment. Okay, Anyways. Yeah. The, the people, you know, the people who want to go into the, the solar energy and everything like that, right? I was watching um, something and I, I talked to a couple guys over here in Wisconsin. Uh, a lot of the farmers are really, really big into the organic thing, mm-hmm. right? The, as organic as you possibly get, as natural grown as you possibly can get. You want to know something that's funny? Hmm. Organic farmers kill way 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 more animals snakes yep. rodents squirrels deer it's all chopped up too they get all chopped up but they yep. they kill them because this stuff is so expensive to make and yep. so critical because they they can make a lot of money off of this that there's more things dying because of your organic kale than there is for a big bang all right, it's it. the same thing with like soybeans. People are like, "Oh, well, I eat soy this and soy that, and you know all this sort of stuff." Or I'm a vegan because of the animals. It's like you have yeah. any idea how many mice die in a field when they harvest soybeans and they chop them all up? Thousands. And they get put in your squirrels, tongue. all these sorts of things. It's like you think that you're doing something, but you really aren't. You're just and not. There has to be it. a. There has to be a better way. It's you're the same thing with electric cars. You know, you think you're doing something, but you're not because the power yeah. is still coming from the grid, and those batteries are coming from child labor. 
Anyway, yep. so back to the mammoths. So in there's a and then Bigfoot, right? There's a company in Russia somewhere. I think uh, they're literally cloning. They're creating mammoths. They're bringing mammoths back to life. Jurassic. I don't Park. doubt it. Yeah. Jurassic Park style. Okay. Haven't and they ne- learned enough from those what five movies now? They never learned. Clearly okay. not. So they're doing this to battle climate change. Hmm. Because, because Bring the him. mammoths were clearing much of the land of shrubs and small trees when they were around. Okay, since they've been gone, these shrubs and small trees have grown and taken over much of like the Siberian tundra. Right now, apparently, that actually creates. I, I have to remember exactly. It might be one way or the other, but it it makes it colder. When there's more plants because the ground wait, how is it explained? When in the when there's no shrubs and trees, there's more room for grazing animals. Those grazing animals compact the surface, making it more dense, more solid, which in turn makes it colder. Okay. Okay. So basically by bringing back the mammoths. They're going to be clearing out all of these shrubs and low, you know, smaller trees and stuff, which will hopefully again make it colder. Okay. This is so kind of like a wolves back into Montana type thing. We got rid of the wolves yeah. and now the deer population is exploding. Let's bring back the wolves. Exactly, exactly. But this is more for climate change it's yeah. for combating global warming apparently now i'm so they want to they want to yeah. combat global warming by taking out shrubbery yep sounds okay. counterintuitive right I know. oh yeah absolutely because uh you know science chemistry <laughs> right you know science carbon dioxide holds heat way more than oxygen or you know the compound that we know as air i'm sure i, I could bring it up i'm not going to I'm gonna but I I remember a uh, a thing I learned in chem in college. We did this test where we filled up like tubs or Ziploc bags full of carbon dioxide and oxygen, and then we held one with just air, and then we did one with a vacuum. And the one with the carbon dioxide held heat far longer. Yeah, but then, this is more about, like I was saying, when you have grazing animals, they're packing the ground in. And, and when you're talking about the Siberian tundra, once that ground is packed and it's flat and there's no shrubs or anything, now it's reflecting a lot of the sunlight, a lot of the radiation back, right? So over the studies, again, I'm not the guy doing the studies. I'm just relaying the info I came, you know, I heard. So it's just literally like that well, reflection of all that heat and everything. The, yeah. It's actually creating a colder environment, uh, you know, on a larger scale than what you're talking about with like the greenhouse effect right i mean snow is reflective right if you have water like an ocean lake pond and you have snow on the land i don't you know just step back i used to work for oakley uh just in case you didn't know you can get sunburn on your eyes from the glare that comes off snow just so you know you guys should you should be wearing sunglasses outside when it's when there's snow on the ground or if you're around water because the reflectiveness can burn your eyes but with that being said the places that have snow 
are really good at reflecting sunlight. Okay. So you can, you can condense that sunlight into creating something that's warm, but in what you're talking about in Siberia, you would think that the reflectiveness of snow in general should be able to do what the mammoths are said to be trying to, what they're trying to do with the mammoths. I don't know. I'd have to the read company, the article. The company is it, Colossal Biosciences, if anybody wants to look for it. It all just seems very counterproductive to me. Because snow can also be a very good insulator. So you got heat. I, I don't know. It just seems like we're warming things up, not cooling things down. Yeah, but that's that's if you're surrounded by snow. Yeah. Yeah. You have to be surrounded by snow three, 360 degrees in order yeah. for it to be a, an insulator. We're talking about <clears> just <throat> the, 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 the ground below you. I, just, I, I do see this it's article. Still, it's... I don't know. It just sounds very counterproductive either way. Here we go. I'll just read this little piece to you. Researchers from the company uh, Colossal confirmed. Again, that's... uh, Anyways, they confirmed that their primary goal when trying to revive the woolly mammoth is to better the environment and climate change itself. However, some people are skeptical of climate change being reversed due to the comeback of the woolly, woolly mammoth or an animal that is scientifically reproduced like a woolly mammoth. Hence... Colossal is planning on putting such animals produced from the modification of genomes back into the Siberian tundra Holy to help shit. decrease the rise in the area's temperature. To help decrease the rise in the area's temperature. So I'm, the I'm on their website right now. Mm-hmm. Colossal.com forward slash mammoth forward slash. If you want to check it out right here, it says it's 10 core goals for reviving the mammoth. Uh, one. Their first core goal is to decelerate melting of the Arctic permafrost. Okay, so they, they want to keep this, the ice caps. Two, prevent the emissions of greenhouse gases trapped within the permafrost frost layer up to 600 million tons of net carbon annually. That is, that's something I understand because that's something that a lot of people don't understand is that when the ice caps do go, there's a lot of shit trapped that's going to come out. A lot of it is toxic, uh, toxic shit. That's going to go up and cause a greenhouse effect, uh, which is true. Three, to revert now over shrubbed forests back into natural Arctic grasslands, which help with carbon emissions. Why? They're That's... also bringing back the thylacine. They what, the same company? Yep. I don't think they have to. I think they're already there. Anyways, they're not extinct yet, but they're, yeah. Go ahead. To restore the mammoth step. I don't know what that means. They should bring back the thylac, Leo. Someone, Just someone, a joke. someone, look up uh, the word "step." S T E P P E. Two P's and an E at the end. Let's see if we can get a definition for that. I think that's a step, like the geological step. Hold on. Uh, five. Uh, it is. I got it. A large air, a large area of flat and forested grassland in southeastern Europe or Siberia. So that's exactly what Jeff was just talking about. Uh, five to foster an ecosystem that can maintain its own defenses against climate change. Six to understand the dominant traits among cold resistant genomes. Seven to save modern elephants from extinction. Eight to establish a proven link between genetic sciences and climate change. Nine to equip nature with a resilience against humanity's adverse effects on vital ecosystems. And here you go, Jake. Ten, 
to drive advancements in multiplex CRISPR editing. Mm. So I looked up all the stuff there is to know about helium, and uh, you guys are right. <laughs> Climate change is false. So see how quickly that was? Man. Okay. Yeah. Well, at least we know that I wasn't wrong about the mammoths. That's all I care about. Well, I, I won't say that climate change is false. No, no, it's fake. Uh, I, I mean, looked up all the helium stuff. I was wrong. Look, I was wrong on the helium thing, which apparently it's it's harvested through harvesting natural gas, and it's yeah. not in the atmosphere. So that whole thing that I, I learned was all baloney. So what's to say that the rest of it isn't baloney, thus climate change is fake? Well... Easy. Well, the thing is, is that the the Earth goes through a natural ebb and flow of climate changing. It yeah, gets yeah, yeah. Hot, it gets man made climate. We've already had made. this conversation, yeah. right? In this I episode. know I, exactly. Yeah. I'm just trying. Never, yeah. never mind. Fuck you, Jeff. I'm yeah. just saying we it don't was, have to it, be it, a dead horse. It was colder this morning Happy than New it Year. was yesterday. <laughs> the climate has Better changed. Girl. Whatever. Um, <laughs> tell me about this uh, this Bigfoot, bro. Bro. All right, so I mean, I still haven't read the Your article. With the mammoths, so though, that that was cool. I still haven't read the article. I haven't been able to sit down since I saw it because I've been working the past couple of days. Uh, Has anyone 13, called it 13, completely BS? I don't know. I haven't I haven't been able to dive into yeah. it. I was hoping it's to have fiction. it done before this episode, but apparently, Google Earth has a picture of a Bigfoot. Hmm. No, and it no, doesn't look no, anything no, like no. a black bear. No. Not sold already. I'm not even gonna look at it, and I'm not sold. You haven't I... looked at it? No, because it's a Google Earth image, dude. So First geez. of all, your perspective's all fucked. Second of all, you don't know no. it could be anything. Any no. literally anybody could look up and see when is the Google satellite flying over to take pictures. <laughs> and let me go out there in a fucking Bigfoot costume so it'll take a picture of me. That's not even the case because it's like, dude, the Google Earth over my old house had the people that two years after me and Whitney bought the house and our cars are in the driveway because it hadn't stuff, updated it yet. had you yeah, the old people online stuff. you could have no. looked up when are they gonna fly over no. to take the pictures to update this no shit way. And you could have been ready in the middle of nowhere no it could have been a prop it could have been a fucking it could have been anything there's no way Dude, to validate you're a prop. it you know what I mean? I hate to rain on the parade here and be that guy right now, but you're there's no guy. way to validate it. This is a red fucking circle, dude. You don't even this exist. This is a red circle. Uh, I, no. I'm going to send it to you. I, Tell me I'm wrong. I, I don't think it's a red circle. I don't. But I can see no your argument. Circle. I can see your Yeah, there's literally no red circle. It, it, yeah. it just as easily could just be a lake. Nope. It could be a bear. It could be a shadow. It could be no. It's not a shadow, but the thing the thing is, man, is I think this is this is great, right? I think this is uh, really cool. I I think that it, you know, we should put some some effort into it. Not necessarily us because we don't have the tools that we need to do it, but there should be some effort put into this and find out, you know, what this. This is. Which, which picture? Send me the send me the link so I know I'm looking at the right picture. This cause... reiterates a conversation I had. I'm with actually my looking at it on Google Earth right now. You got the yeah. coordinates? Uh, yeah, they were in an article I was reading. Hold on, one drop, sec here. Drop them cords, bro. All right. So maybe look. 
let's oh, just say this, this is like the, the coyote thing, right? Someone's going to come out and say, okay, no, this was set up for a, a, a commercial or something like that, right? It's a very blurry um, picture you have here, Jake. But, yeah, you know, that's what you sent me in the group chat. I know. But, um, so. Check the chat. My coworker asked, if Bigfoot is real, then where's all the pictures and stuff? And this is, this is what I want to reiterate, is that none of us can say with 100% certainty that it's fake or that it's real. But there's individuals that want to call it fake without having any proof to say that it's fake. And, that's, and I was like, so there's pictures and videos everywhere, but there, people are so quick to jump on it saying it's fake. And maybe people are too quick to jump on it saying it's real. But it's like you could literally have I could take a picture of a Bigfoot in my front yard and everyone, you know, or most people would say it was fake. And anyone that's important would say it was fake too. So it's just like, will it ever get discovered? Who knows? We'd have to have a dead body. That's the only way. I'm gonna be honest with you, man. I mean, to prove to others, yeah. Uh, but I know for a fact it's it's real. I've seen it. I've seen one of these motherfuckers. Um <laughs> You sure it wasn't a black bear? No. You sure it wasn't a uh, kangaroo? (laughs) So here, I I am looking at this picture and I am zooming out and I'm seeing nothing within miles of this fucking thing. There's nothing. Are you on Google Earth right now? Yeah. I am, yeah. What are the coordinates? I sent them to the group chat. Well, I I also put a link to an article where you can just click on, on them too. And we'll have to post. I mean, I, I posted the article in the group, yeah. um, but we'll have to p- post the the one with the the link to I the actual see. thing. Dude, I mean, literally, it's in a walking or a running pose, but it would have to be laying down on its side in the running pose <laughs> in order to get this shot. What about how big That's what I'm are. thinking. Dude, look at the fucking trees. Look at the trees. The trees don't look 3D. Okay, the, the trees look like they're laying on the fucking ground. No, they don't. That's yes, they shadow. have shadows. This is a top-down image, bro. Scroll out, zoom out. Just this zoom is why out. I think it's like a lake or a pond or something because yes, it's it's puddle. you can see the shadows off the trees. They, this thing has no shadow, and see, it looks like it's in a walking or running type position. It's a puddle. This Maybe it's look a right rock. To me. It's some kind of. I mean, if you look just to the to the east of this, you know, just a little bit there, you'll see another similar colored. A little bit smaller, different shaped. What could be another rock or puddle or shadowed? Okay, you know, a, a rock with a like shadow. This. Here, okay. So, what if what we're looking at right now, since we don't have a topographical map in front of us, but these trees right here are on a hill, are on a lower place than these trees over map. here, and this is a yeah. hill in the middle. So when this thing's standing, it's at an angle. It's so that's not. why you're seeing it at an at, angle I'm versus looking the top, at the top down top tree. Gra- I'm looking at the the nope. Nope, it is on a flat piece. That is a hill. It is literally on the side of a hill, but where it is, it is flat. Send us this topographical map. I'm looking at it on Google Maps. Send it. Go to layers. Click layers. No, I'm I'm with Jeff. Go to layers. You can hit terrain. And it, oh, look at that! Oh, there was a lake there. At one point, and if you go back to the satellite that someone image, found this. the Were lake is looking for a hunting up, property so or what? Be a little bit of water left over. Where, where the hell is this layers button? Yeah, you need to update your shit, dude. I don't know what to tell you. Shut up, guy. 
You don't know. It's literally, me. like Kenzar said, it's either a puddle or it's just a shadow off a rock or something. It's not a Bigfoot, dude. Hate to break it to you. Well, you're not breaking anything to me. I think this is a, a very cool piece right here. And I don't see a fucking lake. I see a well, puddle, maybe. No, no, Could... no, it used to be a lake. If you turn off satellite view and go to the default view, you'll see that that, that was mapped as a lake. And the default on the default view which tells me that at some point in the past that was a lake because that's the information that this has lake why do i not have the fucking buttons to change this to see you can't even do proper research you gotta update your shit dude i'm zooming out this is on top of a ridge there's no way there was a lake there dude you can see the impressions let me just of where the rivers are or where the the recesses are in the rock and all that stuff that is on top of a ridge I'm just gonna help you. Everybody's gonna listen to me help you out. It's gonna be oh, fun. never mind. I see the the shadowy area where it probably uh, nope doesn't line up. It was probably a puddle. <laughs> a deep puddle. No, I don't think a so. deep. No, I think it's a puddle. puddle. Oh, Either do you, way, do you see oh, the 3D a... view? There's a 3D view. Here, I'm gonna turn my yes. camera around for you guys. I don't think so. I don't think so. I you could okay. You could see the indent where this little pond was. Go. Look at my screen. Can't see nothing. That thing's so blurry. Yeah, it's at the bottom of a hill, dude. I'm telling you right now that from the Google Maps that I'm looking at, in the bottom right hand side, there's a little button that says 3D. If you click that, it starts spinning the map around in a 3d layer this is it's it is on a flat spot but it is surrounded by hills yeah i said that but it's not it's not wet right now you can no, see it's not the... wet right now then what the that... fuck is this <laughs> that that spot may still like i said that could be a shadow first of all because if you look to the there. east of a bigfoot no dude look to the east do you You're see looking... another shadow but that little that little thing that could be a fucking rock or a shrub. I am yeah. looking at the terrain right now. This is on a on the side of a mountain. Yes. I don't know I'm how this about. could be a lake on the side of a mountain like that. A little plateau. It is a little plateau. I don't know, man. It's 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 a dried up pond, is what it is. The, yeah. The, the problem is, is we're looking at this from a top-down perspective, and we're seeing a silhouette of what looks like a Bigfoot. But right, yeah, the street silhouette, thing. the silhouette of the Bigfoot that we're normally used to seeing, that our mind is populating right now when we look at this, is from a, a perspective of you looking at it at the same plane, right? It's standing up well, across the room from you. Hey. We're looking top-down, so why would we see the same outline from a different perspective? So, did you read the article? No. You can go to past, past uh, versions of Google Map or whatever. The last time it took a picture here, and it's not there. Whatever that is, whether it's a shadow of a bush, or it's a fucking puddle, or whatever it is, it's not there. How do we know it's not a person? I don't know, man. I mean, being out there in the middle of bumfuck nowhere. This is what I can. No, dude, this is, it's not, so there, your argument is invalid right there. If, I mean, if you're saying that this could possibly be a person, I'm why not can't saying it be that. a Bigfoot? 
I'm not saying it could be a person. I have no belief in that at all. I honestly believe it's either just a shadow of a rock or a stump or something like that, or maybe it's a little bit of a puddle. Like Kenzar was saying, it's just a, a you know, it's a water. A black puddle? A black shiny puddle? I'm fighting Bro. fucking water right now. Where's the water? We're going to see what water looks like on this fucking thing. It's that fossil fuel everyone's always talking about. Yeah, springing up from the ground. Know. I mean, it could be, black it could gold. be a, it could just be a shadow. Like I said, it could be a bush. It could be, it could be anything, dude. Somebody could have gone out there at some point and put a marker in the ground of some kind. Could be a little signpost marking, like, "Hey, this is some piece of land that is for whatever." I don't know. I'm not a surveyor. Like, literally, this could be anything. There's no way to validate. The only thing I have against the shadow theory is foot. who knows how tall these trees are to cast a shadow that far. If this thing is only eight feet tall and those trees are, I don't know, fifty feet tall, hundred feet tall. Who's to say that the reason why the shadow is that long is because the tree is that high up and it's casting a shadow. If this this shadow could be right in front of it. So that's what I have against the shadow theory. I am looking at the Tabaguchi Creek right now and water looks completely different than that. It's not water. I'm telling you right now, it's not fucking water. I mean, there's again, there's no way to there's no way to prove that this is a Bigfoot at all. And there's no, no way to disprove that it's a Bigfoot. Exactly. Well, the burden yeah. of proof Take is on proof. Like you have to prove that it's a Bigfoot. Like it's not the other way around. I don't have to prove it's not a Bigfoot. That's not how it works. You're naysaying. Everyone <laughs> says this is a Bigfoot, and you're yeah. the one saying it's not. No, you no, have no, to no. prove that it's not. Okay. That's what the uh, the guys say in all those Bigfoot organizations. Just because someone has a red circle, you can't say it's not. You have to prove uh, that it's not. I guess. They actually mm-hmm. say that crap. It's like really, <laughs> I have to prove to you that there's not a Bigfoot in this image. I can't just say that's not a Bigfoot. <laughs> okay. No. All right. So I, I don't disagree. You know, we would have to we would have to prove more that this is a Bigfoot than it not being a Bigfoot. Right. But I I fully believe that what we're looking at right here, the deepest part of this, what used to be a pond is directly south of this thing in that this little brown spot. Yeah, that little brown spot. I think that's mud. Yeah, I that's that's what. That looks like fucking muddy water to me. I I mean, could it be a shadow? I don't know. I haven't seen older versions. I've read a I've read articles saying that older versions of Google Earth at this exact same locations, that thing is not there. Whatever you better that is, add pictures of this into that into the video edit. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to. I'm gonna have to. And I I I don't know how I'm gonna show off everything that we're talking about, but I'm gonna do my best. Zoom um, in, zoom out. Yeah, a couple layers or something. I don't know. We'll figure it out. I I don't know, man. I think it's a very intriguing photo, and that's my final thing. I'm I get you know I can see where you're saying that it's not a Bigfoot, but at the same time, I am very excited about this, and this uh, this excites me. Bro, this is this is a very strange thing, though. I, was someone like planning a hunt trip or a hiking trip, and then they're like, "Oh, what's that?" Because very weird. It's so far away from everything else. It's like can't even drive into this location well, at all. There's people that look I was gonna all say that shit all the time. I mean, I've I've, I've been guilty of that. People just... do do that out of just because they can to make yeah. TikToks and whatnot. They'll just film mm-hmm. themselves scrolling through Google Earth and finding random things like this. I mean, yeah. shit. This is honestly, I'm I'm just like looking through this area, and I mean, shit, dude. If you wanted to look for Bigfoot or bear or something, I mean, you could probably spot yeah, something. Yeah, listen. 
I'm not saying again. I'm I'm still under the belief that Bigfoot is probably out there, right? No, it is. It's in some variation. <laughs> Whoa! Um, so I'm not discrediting it altogether. I'm just saying that this there's so many other things that that picture could be that to just say it's Bigfoot like you're literally just biting the headline. You're biting the article. Like they wrote it, they're like, "This looks like the Bigfoot silhouette." Dude, let's write an article. This looks like Bigfoot, I, and boom, you're I, the guy. I get it. This yeah. could be something just because we want to see it, we see it. Right. Uh, I totally understand. But I mean, I'm looking around everywhere else for anything that could possibly resemble what we're looking at. At the very least, it's better. We're better off right now in this moment saying that this is Bigfoot than anybody who would take a picture off the internet and be like, "It's an alien." <laughs> yeah, that. <laughs> I don't know, man. I, I think, I think, it's think neat. A, I don't think there's enough there. I'm not excited about. I it. mean, it's it's not there to prove without a shadow of a doubt, but I think it's a pretty fucking interesting piece. I really do. I'm on the fence now. I don't know. This one's odd. I, I'm just saying from my What's perspective, dang trees if, down? if somebody came to me, right, let's say like you came to me and you were like the most accredited like Bigfoot hunter out there, right? Like, I don't know who that guy is, but you're the guy. Okay. Top of the line. You know, you've got like actual scientific degrees, all this shit. You're ready to go. Okay. And you were presenting shit to me and you showed this to me. I would immediately, the red flag would go up and I'd be like, okay, how much of what this guy is saying is fucking bullshit. So I only say that because you're my friend and I don't want you <laughs> to be looked at by somebody like me and be like, this guy's a fucking idiot if he thinks this is Bigfoot. To Jeff's you know point, what I'm in this like, area... Digital asshat, for instance. There is He's out there. so Fuck many patches of areas where trees are just everywhere on the ground. Like there's a, a spot, a big empty spot if you zoom out, near um the state okay. draw thing where it's just they're all knocked down like someone went in there and started cutting them all down so people have access to this here's a challenge for the millions of people listening to this we all know where this bigfoot is now on google maps go find, find the other one find the other one there's got to be one more right no. somewhere if there's one there has to be another and probably at least a few hundred more somewhere in the vicinity, a few hundred miles from there at least, right, for a breeding population. And if we can see one in a Google Map image in this nice brand new 2023 satellite image from Google Maps, there's got to be another one somewhere close, right? Okay, so here's, here's a wild idea then. What if it's a giant and that is the second one? Yeah. We've already got that guy on TikTok who saw what's supposedly a giant on that mountain. Yeah, Jeffrey. What wild theory? I'm just gonna pulling no that one out of my matter. ass. But I mean, uh, I'm with you. I'm tracking with you. But the same uh, burden of proof still applies, in my opinion, on this one. I, I, you know, still could be a number of other shadows or other types of things before I'm like, okay, it's a Bigfoot or a giant. And I would love for it to be any one of those things, right? Of and there's, course. There's rocks in this area. None of them are jet black like that thing is. Again, could be it could be an animal. It could be a uh, it could be some kind of animal running or walking, or maybe maybe it's like some sort of feline. Maybe it's a big cat 
in a weird position, maybe cleaning itself, cleaning its hind leg with a leg up. It's in a weird, awkward position. It's a and dog, from man. our perspective, you can't quite mm. tell what it's, it's a Wendigo. I mean, again, there's a million things it could be before. It's something that nobody has ever actually proven, right? It's my friend Peter. Mm-hmm. Yep, it's Peter. It's Peter Griffin. Peter Griffin. <laughs> yeah. We can agree to disagree. That's fair. No. Mm, no, no, we have to fight. <laughs> it's the only way. We have to. I'm tr- One of us I'm has tr- to die. Tr- <laughs> trying to take a screenshot of the water that I found nearby, but I just can't. And I mean, I believe you, but... Oh, no, you know, I know. I'm not it's... stuck on the water thing. I'm just saying there's a number of things that it's much more likely to be. If we put a red circle around it, it would be easier to believe. Yeah, it's already a red circle. You don't have to... No, no, but actually put a red circle around it. That's kind of like when somebody tells a joke and then after everybody laughs, they're like, did you get it? Did you? Jake, <laughs> I'm seeing all these trees you're talking about and this is this is a natural thing. This happens, dude. This is not... That much? Yeah, this isn't something that... that In ha- between the trees, I can see that, but that's like a oh, yeah. huge patch. Yeah, dude, this is... It's wild put, looking put, anyway. Put it this way, man. If that was done by uh, people, all that stuff would have been harvested. Um, well, I don't mean it necessarily because it's like, you know, it, it, this is an area where they're harvesting wood, but that, like, there's an area, another area where there's a road cutting through it. I pulled this up. It's a huge spot just like that. All the trees are cut down in this area, and they're just left there, and there's an obvious trail that cuts all the way through it, and it's not like they harvested the trees. They just cut them down for some reason. Maybe someone bought that property and wanted it to be gone. The dead trees are literally outline, outlining this area. So that's what makes me... I'll take a a snippet or whatever, but this is what makes me think that this is that. That this is an area where someone just came in and cut down all these trees for some whatever reason. Mm. Um, I wish I could... I don't know how to capture this area. Oh, there we go. I'm gonna, All I'm gonna right. put this in the. I'm gonna put this, this, these coordinates inside the chat right here, and you can see exactly what I'm talking about. Same sort of a thing. I don't know if you scroll, if you scroll into this giant patch, all these trees have been cut down. The only thing that's left is bushes, and even the dead trees are line, outlining this whole area. And there's a road that goes right through it, and then it connects. It's like a dirt gravel road. In any case. So people are there, or that, at least that's what I'm seeing, is that people are there. Um, all right, so I actually found an article about this area. Here you go. Send you this, this picture. This is that area. Put it in the, in the, uh, the chat for um, Hefe. the group <laughs> or the infinite rabbit hole chat. Uh-huh. That's the same area. There was a forest fire there. Uh, that's, what, okay. that's what all this stuff is. It's uh, I'm I'm looking at the article right now. Uh, burnt trees from forest fire in wilderness landscape, Colorado. High res stock photo. Oh, that's just the that's the the thing underneath it. But yeah, I'm looking at tons of pictures now of the same area. It's all burnt. Hmm. So that okay. could be a charred log. I mean, dude, literally. Mm, I'm telling you, I don't know. I don't know. I'm just, you know, there's a lot of other pictures I've seen 
where I'm like, whoa, dude. Like, like the Swamp Ape pictures. Mm. Yeah. You know, like that to me, give me one of those in 2023 on like a nice iPhone 13. <laughs> and I'll oh, are you talking about the Mayaka photos? Yeah, the Mayaka footage, yeah. You know, give me something like that. Like, I just feel like we're getting to this point now where everybody's carrying around fucking 8K cameras. It's like that the era of grainy footage and shitty pictures. Like, all right, we're getting to where that's not going to be acceptable anymore, guys. I don't know. I think only way to sell this debate is going to have to be a body is recovered, whether that's harvested, found, whatever. It's it's the only way. You know, these debates will be back and forth no matter what. Like, I mean, all the ones with that, like, Bigfoot crossing the river, holding the baby, that sort of thing. It's just going to be back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. Footprints doesn't matter. You know, people are going to be naysaying unless a body is recovered. And I don't know if that's even something that's feasible in itself because it might be something like uh, the Smithsonian. You know, you find a body of a Bigfoot and then, you know, you either get hush money or it just gets taken from you. Mm. And then you're allowed to be the kook that says, I recovered a body and then the black suits came in and took it. Yep. That's my or always my argument because who how am I supposed to know? You know, if I hit like a bone with my shovel, mm-hmm. right? Like I I don't have the level in ninety nine percent of the population, they don't have the level of expertise to be able to look at this and be like, This is a Bigfoot, not a human. And yeah. actually know for sure, right? And that goes for so many other things. You know, dinosaur bones is a good one. Mm-hmm. If I stumble across some bones, I don't know. I can't tell you what that is. I'm going to rely on some expert to tell me what that was. And they could just simply be like, oh, you oh, you found a, you found an old, like, 300-year-old, I don't know, Native American. Yeah, it was a Bigfoot. Skeleton, you know? Great. That's awesome. You know, we'll put a, we'll put a plaque there and whatever, right? Yeah. But in reality, you found a Bigfoot skeleton. Hard to say. I'll tell you what, with that coyote guy running around making a bunch of fakes for a for an ad spot not saying anything that sure doesn't help what a fucking dick <laughs> that guy sucks yeah he does I gotta yeah. get off here guys it's uh... bedtime alright it was fun arguing with you today you too Push, pushing out some misinformation stuff always yeah I like it it's always good. appreciated it's good yeah we really scared those people we're gonna scare yeah. them scare them right into <laughs> cities mm-hmm Right into their vertical apartments. Yeah. It's like the way it was. That's the way it was farms. out in South Korea. Like anywhere in the outskirts of like the the major cities and stuff, it was like thirty story tall apartment buildings. Yep. And then where you would normally think the parking lot would be, right, the decent sized parking lot, it was a farmland. And that's where they were farming. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was just crazy. You know, it's like looking up at these massive apartment buildings and stuff. It's like, man, I don't want to live like that. I'd live in a double wide if I could have my own property. Maybe we should talk about Agenda 2030 a little deeper one day. Because, yeah. I mean, the, there's people, you know, there's claims that Agenda 2030 doesn't just stop at vertical buildings in big cities. It, it goes as far as to say that, you know, a square block of four of these buildings will literally be your entire life. You'll Gross. have school, work, grocery store, food, clothing, mm-hmm. 
everything within four within a block of where you live. They're you'll, building some of those already now. Yeah, um, you'll you'll travel more. Road. You'll travel more up and down, and you will side to side or forward and backwards. I forget where the newest one I saw they're building. Um, it's in the desert somewhere. They're building some like smart city that's, you know, it's like literally a vertical wall, and it's actually really long. But there's just like a train. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's I like saw it. It's like. Wall the city inside yeah almost like a mirrored wall so like it it yeah, yeah I, I can't remember what the article said exactly there, you're 100 percent. i mean we're already 100 percent at the mercy of i'd rather be dead than live like that yeah that's wild weird. though should we break this into two episodes sure i don't 20, know but i gotta go i gotta go ed uh, all right no. jeffrey i'd say no oh. let's uh let's cut out a lot of the stuff where we're talking about like the image and stuff I'll go through and I'll chop a lot of it out. I right. might even remove the the BS I said about helium. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, the first 10 minutes is, is going to go away. I was yeah. talking about graham crackers for absolutely no reason. All right. Well, that has been another thrilling episode of the world's OKS podcast. Thank you for stopping by, everybody. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Happy, Happy New Year. <laughs> At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it all while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet... You can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you.